Hello, everybody. I'm Pam Pastor, host of the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast. I'm happy that you found me, but more importantly, I'm thrilled that you have found Jesus. Friends, there is power in the name of Jesus, and as we journey together, we will be unleashing discoveries of how to turn hearts of stone into ones of moldable clay for the potter Jesus to transform. So hopefully you'll join me and others each week as we adventure and explore life together. And periodically, friends, we'll delve into my mailbag answering questions from listeners just like you. So if you have a question, make sure and email it to me at pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. Well, as we settle in and enter into God's presence today, allow me to speak a blessing over your life. It comes from Moses' brother, Priest Aaron, in the form of this benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show His favor and give you His peace. Amen. Well, I want to welcome you back. Yesterday, we looked at how to be saved within the Christian faith, and we looked at uh, various religions as they are opposed to Christian faith. And as far as walking through each of the steps required to be saved within the Christian faith, it really goes down that salvation's freeway that we find in the Romans, the book of Romans. It's often referred to as the Romans road. So Romans chapter three, verse 23, uh, in a nutshell says, everyone is sinned. And then we jump forward to Romans chapter six, verse 23 telling us the penalty for our sin is death. Coming back to chapter 5, verse 8 in Romans again, Jesus Christ died for our sin. And then finally, we move forward to Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 10. To be forgiven for our sin, we must believe and confess that Jesus is Lord. And salvation comes only through Jesus. So again, that's often called the Romans road. And to review highlights of Christianity, and we're going to explore, you know, what does biblical Christianity look like? Here's what we know. We know that Jesus Christ is the key person in Christianity, which was founded in AD between 30 and 33 in the Judean province of Palestine, which is Israel today, under the Roman Empire. And I'm going to go through this every single time that we're doing a comparison to another religion, just to refresh your memory. So the key writings for Christians come from the Bible. The one true God is the triune God, often referred to as the Godhead or the Trinity, which means one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is God, the second person of the Trinity, and as God the Son, He has always existed and was never created. He is fully God and fully man. Now, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, and the Holy Spirit is a person, not a force or an energy field. He comforts, grieves, reproves, convicts, guides, teaches, and fills Christians. And as we said earlier, salvation is by God's grace, not by an individual's good works. Salvation's always received by faith. And we've discussed the steps necessary to receive this free gift already. 
And this was God's loving plan to forgive sinful people should they make the choice to accept it. And after death, believers will go to be with Jesus. After death, all people await the final judgment. Both saved and lost people will be resurrected, and those who are saved will live with Jesus in heaven. But those who are lost will suffer the torment of eternal separation from God. In other words, hell. And Jesus' bodily resurrection guarantees believers that they too will be resurrected and receive new immortal bodies. And as Christians, we believe that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah promised to Israel in the Old Testament. And Jesus said that his followers would be known by their love for one another. So as I said before, it's challenging to compare and contrast other religions and even that of cults to Christianity once you know the truth. Whether it's Satan manipulating partial truths or blatantly mischaracterizing God, it's sometimes hard to proceed with an open mind, and yet the foundation of Christianity is for us to love God with all of our mind, heart, and soul and love our neighbor as oneself. Of course, neighbor refers to all other people, regardless of their religion. So now that we know what Christianity is and isn't, let's look at how Baha'i world faith compares to biblical Christianity. And the founder of Baha'i world faith is credited to both Sayyid Ali Muhammad, otherwise known as the Bab, and Mirza Hussein Ali, otherwise known as Baha Allah, in 1844 in Iran, and the headquarters are in Haifa, Israel. The writings include the Most Holy Book and the Book of Certitude, the Bible, which interpreted to spiritually conform to Baha'i theology. And here's what they teach about God. God is an unknowable divine being who has revealed himself through nine manifestations or religious leaders, including Adam, Moses, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, and Baha'u'llah. No trinity within that religion exists. As far as Jesus is concerned, this is their viewpoint. Jesus is one of many manifestations of God. Each manifestation supersedes the previous, giving new teachings about God. Jesus, who superseded Moses, was superseded by Muhammad, and most recently by the greatest, Baha Allah, glory of Allah. Jesus is not God and did not rise from the dead. He's not only He is not the only way to God, and Jesus has returned to earth in the form of Baha Allah. The Holy Spirit is divine energy from God that empowers every manifestation. The spirit of truth refers to Baha Allah. This group believes that the way of salvation is in faith in the manifestation of God or Baha Allah, knowing and living by Baha Allah's principles and teachings. And here is their belief for death, personal immorality, excuse me, immortality based on good works with rewards for the faithful. Heaven and hell are conditions, not places. So finally, let's explore other beliefs. 
Baha'i originated as an Islamic sect and is severely persecuted in Iran. Baha'i teaches that all religions have the same source, principles, and aims. The stress is on oneness and world unity. Regular local gatherings called feasts and administrative meetings called spiritual assemblies. Universal House of Justice in Hafa, Israel is the ultimate governing body. Well, now we're going to switch gears and explore Judaism. The founder of Judaism is credited to Abraham of the Bible in about 2000 BC and Moses in the Middle East. There are three main branches of Judaism. There's Orthodox, Conservative, and Reform, each with its own beliefs. Now, the Tanakh, which is the Old Testament, and especially the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, and then the Talmud, which is the explanation of the Tanakh, also the teachings of each branch, writings of sages such as the Monomodids, God is acknowledged as spirit. To Orthodox Jews, God is personal, all-powerful, eternal, and compassionate. To other Jews, God is impersonable, unknowable, and defined in a number of ways, and yet no trinity exists within Judaism. Jesus is seen as either an extremist, false messiah, or a good but martyred Jewish rabbi or teacher. Many Jews do not consider Jesus at all. Jews, except Messianic Jews and Hebrew Christians, do not believe he was the Messiah, Son of God, or that he rose from the dead. And the Orthodox Jews believe the Messiah will restore the Jewish kingdom and eventually rule the earth. As far as the Holy Spirit's role in Judaism, some believe the Holy Spirit is another name for God's activity on earth. Others say it's God's love or power. And what about salvation? Some Jews believe that prayer, repentance, and obeying the law are necessary for salvation, while others believe that salvation is the improvement of society. At death, their belief is that there will be a physical resurrection, the obedient will live forever with God, and the unrighteous will suffer. Some Jews do not believe in a conscience life after death. Meetings are held in synagogues on the Sabbath, and the Sabbath is Friday evening to Saturday evening. They believe in circumcision of males. They celebrate many holy days, such as Passover, Sukkoth, Hanukkah, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Purim. Jerusalem is considered the holy city. So friends, if you've not been spiritually reborn, Jesus made it clear to enter into the kingdom of heaven. A person must confess belief in God's son, Jesus, professing with their mouth. Listen to what the apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. When we place our trust in Jesus, a divine exchange takes place. Jesus takes our sin, making us right with God. Our sin was placed onto Jesus at his crucifixion. His righteousness is given to us at our conversion. We can never repay this extraordinary and extravagant gift of kindness back to Jesus. However, we can show him gratitude by growing in our relationship with him. 
We can make efforts to obey him, deepening our relationship daily. So today, friends, if this is you, I challenge you to take a bold step of courage and openly confess after me. Father God, I'm repenting of sin, meaning I'm changing my ways of thinking. Jesus, come into my heart. I confess your shed blood washed away my sin at the cross at Calvary. Amen. Friends, if you prayed this prayer salvation, I believe that you were saved and born again spiritually. Your next step is to read God's word daily so he can guide, direct, and reveal himself to you through the Holy Spirit. Now, allow me to be the first person to congratulate you on making the most important decision of your life. Congratulations, and God bless you. And friends, the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast is available most days during the week. And we normally do a kid talk on Wednesdays, but right now we are in the middle of a series. So we continue on with that series. But next Wednesday, we'll have a kid talk. So make sure to tune in along with your children for your favorite Bible stories that you grew up with. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives, delving into many topics such as forgiveness, spiritual warfare, how to be joyful and what love in action looks like, plus biblical trust and many more topics. So I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on an adventure of all things Jesus. So please join me. And if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, ensuring you get the latest releases when they become available. Until next time, friends, remember you've been marked and sealed with the cross of Jesus Christ forever. And Revelation chapter 22 verse 21 tells us the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Until next time, friends, God bless you.